Hello, welcome to Is Your Way in Your Way. This podcast will empower my listeners to live life, to move forward in their lives, to overcome obstacles, mitigate self-imposed barriers, and also mitigate external barriers as well. In every episode, we will explore topics for personal development and self-improvement. And today's topic, we're going to talk about navigating through the stuck phase. So let me ask you this question. Is there anything or do you have this burning desire to do something and you're just stuck? For example, you've kind of always wanted to be an entrepreneur. You want to write a book, maybe start a blog, maybe start a, a nonprofit business anything, but yet you're finding yourself stuck. And being stuck is normal. However, it just depends on how long you're stuck in this process. What I'd like to do now is give you an example of myself when I got stuck. Many of you are aware that I am a a debut author and I wrote a book titled, Is Your Way in Your Way? And you know what? I have been, well, actually I started off doing a vision board many, many years ago. And a girlfriend and I sat down and we worked on our board and we looked through magazines and printed pictures of things that we had visions of. And I still have my board. And on my board, I wrote a book. On my board, I had this book, my picture. I was the author. I was even on the front page of um of some magazine that was featuring my book, right? Now that hadn't happened yet, but hey. It took me over 15 years to write the book. Why? I was so stuck. I was so worried about not only what I was going to say, but what I was going to place in the book. I didn't want to be exposed. And I had that fear, like, "Mm, I don't think I want to write about this. I just want to be very careful and strategic about what I write and how I write. And then I'm like, then my other thing was I was so concerned about who want to hear about me? Who am I anyway? I'm not a celebrity and Although whatever I wrote, I was determined that I was going to do it to bless people. You know, it wasn't about me. It was about being a blessing and and doing what I felt I was ordained to do. Well, several years later, book wasn't written. I then start telling some friends and, you know, they say, tell people because then you'll feel obligated to write the book. And I told not a lot of people. I probably told about two that's not a lot. Maybe, maybe three. And then doing as time passes, I always thought about it. I started getting discontent. I was just not content at all because it kept nagging at me. It kept like, you said you're going to write a book. When are you going to write a book? Yes, I'm not going to let you go till you write this book. And voila, 2021, I wrote a book. I wrote the book within maybe a year, yeah, maybe about a year, year and a half, something like that. And I, it took a while, but I did write it and I felt, wow, what an accomplishment. You know, I really felt good. And I want to talk to you later on about how did I overcome that? You know, like, how did I do that? You know, and I want to tell you a story. 
And my, this story is about a grandfather and his grandson. And they decided that, you know, they're going to spend the day together, go out to eat, go fishing, you know, just talk about life stuff. While they were at the dining room at a diner having lunch, and the grandfather told his grandson, he says, you know, I have two wolves inside of me. Two wolves. And the grandson was like, wolves? What do you mean? W-O-L-V-E-S. He's like, oh, okay. And he said, and they were fighting. They fought all the time. And the grandson went, well, why? Do, I, I'm not, I don't understand. And he said, well, let me just listen to me. I don't want you to ask any questions. Let me get done with what's going on. He said, one wolf is evil. And my other wolf is a good wolf. The evil wolf, and what I mean by that, he was a, a pessimist, always bringing up my past, saying I wouldn't be worth anything, always talking about, you know, who wants to listen to you? Your speech is, is not well. You're not able to articulate things. And then he said, but the good wolf was very compassionate and said, take my time, be patient. You're going to just be fine. Then the evil wolf was like, oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. It's, it's like an internal war inside, just going back and forth, back and forth. And because it sounded like the, the evil wolf was dominating, you know, the evil wolf was just gnawing at me and gnawing at him and saying all of this and just evil. I mean, I mean, when I say evil, I mean evil. Okay. They just fought and they would just, I don't know. And it just appeared to me that I, I just couldn't break from this thing. You know, the evil one was like, you'll never mount to nothing. What you're doing is fine. And then the good wolf was like, oh, yes, you will. You have, you are ordained to do some great things and you are worthy of doing everything that you are ordained to do. And the evil wolf was like, no, you're not. Look what happened on, on the job the other day. Look what happened when you were presenting at work the other day and they were talking about, man, what are you talking about? And I, you know, and I just... You know, it's just a steady, ongoing thing. And you know the thing about it, son? We all have wolves. Every other person has wolves inside of them. And then the grandson looked and said, well, let me ask you this, Graham, pop, pop. He said, well, which wolf won? I mean, who won? And the grandfather said, the one you feed the most. Do you get that? So in other words, the one you focus on is the one that'll win. And the grandson thanked his grandfather because he said, I got it. So if I keep my mind set on all the negative and the evil things that's, that this wolf was telling me, then I could see why I get stuck because I'm sitting up here trying to figure out you know, how I can overcome this, but I keep thinking about it. And it seems like that one is just a bit more powerful. And that's kind of when the, even I watch my behavior change, you know, based on all that's going on in my head, it's kind of like the good witch, the bad witch, but grandpa, you called it wolves, but whatever it is, it's something in there just fighting against each other. I'm going to try my best. And I'm going to always remember that story. 
And I am not, I'm determined that I am not going to feed that evil wolf. Now, let's talk about how we can overcome being stuck. Now, I told you my story, and these are some of the things that I did to overcome this dilemma, and that's what I call it. I had to, and this is a work in process, I had to reframe my thinking, like pivot. You know, whenever, for example, I'm going to use this example. There were times when I used to present a lot and during my presentation or after my presentation, when I was done, I would say to myself, and I guess this was the evil wolf, right? And I would say, "Mm." as I roamed the audience and looked at the body language, it appeared to me that I didn't get my point across. So I ruminated that thought over and over and over. One day I did a presentation and I shifted my thinking. I reframed my thinking. And I said, you know what? If I didn't get my point across to one person, I bet I got my point across to another person. I would just shift. You know, it's kind of like, like I should have, I could have, I should have said this way. I could have, I should have. And then I get stuck. And, you know, and keep going back and asking myself all these questions wasn't really doing me any good. Another thing, you know, when we talked about, and I'm going to use the book scenario that I provided you, and I want you to use a scenario based on what that burning thing is that you always wanted to do. Like I said, be an entrepreneur, maybe, maybe you need to reconcile a relationship. Maybe you need to let go of a relationship, or maybe you need to let go of anger. Perhaps you just, you know, there are multiple things that you need to do, but yet you've not done it because you are in that stuff phase, but yet it's gnawing you, but you've still not done it. First of all, you have to get what I call clear goals identify and be specific about what it is that you wanted to do. And that's what I did. I was like, okay, I want to write this book. And then I wanted to say, you know, then you kind of think about, I call it SMART. You know, this is an acronym, be specific. How will you measure, you know, whether you've done the book or how will you measure whether you've opened your business or how, and that's, that's pretty evident because you will literally see that you're working on this, right? After you, you know, identify and write your goals, you know, how you want to accomplish this. And I tell you with mine, once I decided, you know, I had to make this decision. I know how many years because I was so discontent about about this book because I hadn't done it. I was feeling like a fraud. I was feeling like an imposter. I had this imposter syndrome, which I'll talk about in another podcast. I just decided that I was going to do this. And, you know, you've heard this saying, some of you may have heard this saying, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. As soon as I made the decision, doors started opening. For example, I was talking to a friend who knew that I said, one day I'm going to write this book. And she was like, you know what? I know I have a colleague that just finished a book and she had a young lady to help her or she was a a ghostwriter and that she could help her write the book. And I'm like, well, I don't need a ghostwriter because this is going to be my story. And can't nobody ghostwrite my story. You know, I have to do it myself. And saying that to say that she introduced us and she provided me some goals that I needed to do in order to complete this book. She talked about an outline. She, she just helped me get centered, get focused on how to go about, about it. At least I was taking a step and doing it. 
I took like small steps and that's what you can do. You can take small steps. I took action. When we got introduced, we scheduled a time to talk. And then, you know, I thought about, you know, mm, I wonder, what about the elephant in the room, right? The elephant was the money. Like, do I have the resources to do this? Blah, 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 blah. When all of that started, those doors started opening. I just, one day I got this check and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this. This must be something that I should be doing. And also whatever you're doing, whatever you decided to do, seek support. Not only a ghost writer, if you wanted to write a, a, a book or if you wanted to start a business, you can maybe speak to a business owner that's doing a similar business or the same business that you're doing. Or maybe it's somebody that you want to reconcile a relationship with. Then, you know, I don't know whether you have a mentor or a coach or a friend that has your best interest at heart and maybe can help and talk and walk you through that process. Maybe you can pray about it. You know, um, prayer always helped me. And that's one thing that I didn't say that I did is that I prayed about it. I pray about everything, but there are times I can pray and it's kind of like faith without works is dead. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I trust you. So I know that I'm going to do this, right? But anyways, then I had to realize that I had to embrace change and trying to do new things. To be honest with you, I was fearful. I was scared. I've never written a book before. I knew it was going to take a lot of time, but I always made an excuse. I don't think I have time to do that. You know, here I am, was blessed to retire at a younger age and I could make the time, you know, if I wanted to. Anybody can make the time if they really, really, really want to. And then I had to invest in, you know, like my learning skills, kind of like this podcast, you know, professional, personal growth. I looked to see whether I wanted to self-publish, that I want to do all the work to try to find a traditional publisher. I knew nothing about this and it just took time and it was something different. Did I get frustrated? Absolutely. Do you know that there were times when I would start writing the book and I just, you know, I said I didn't want to be exposed. So I had to be strategic on how I wrote things. And it's my story. I didn't tell it all, but I told enough that I thought it would be a blessing to many people to overcome these barriers. And so they can start being their true self again. And that's actually what is your way in your way about. It's just a self-discovery journey on how to, it's a self-discovery guide for women on how to restore yourself, learn from experiences and be your true self again. Although I wrote the book for women, but I've had several men to read it and said to me that they thought a lot of the things in the book they could relate to. And a lot of those things they've experienced and they appreciated me writing it. So those are, let me just repeat what I said in regards to overcoming. Think about it now. What is it that you always wanted to do, but you seem to be stuck? Now, remember I said too, that, that it's okay to feel stuck, but it's important to identify the cause, like why are you stuck? What's behind this? And then take the steps to overcome it. You know, for example, my thing was I wanted everything perfect and there's no perfect person. That had me stuck in itself because I wanted to be like this. I want the book to be like this. I want it to be read like this. And 
that was just ridiculous. I thought about it and said, what is it about this perfectionist thing? I went back while I was writing my book and kind of talked about my childhood, you know, how I grew up, when I grew up and all of that, because that was important for me to share because a lot of that had a lot to do with the adult that I am today. As I stated before, let me go over how I overcame it. I reframed my thinking and that's not easy to do, but it takes practice. And so that's what I did. I set clear goals when I found an editor for my book. She's a ghostwriter, but she was not able to ghostwrite because it was my story, but she was really, really good. After I set those goals, I seek support. For example, as going through this process, I was struggling about what the name of the book should be. Individuals that were aware that I was writing a book contacted them to get their opinion. You know, I kind of told them a little bit about the summation of what I wanted to accomplish. And I also indicated that these were some of the titles and I asked them to select title. I also had focus groups, you know, to kind of talk about it, to kind of to read the draft of the book, to give me some input, some insight. That's the support. Never be ashamed. And if you're stuck, I even went to a therapist, like, what's going on? Why can't I move the lever? What's happening? Also, I had to embrace change. I had to try something new. You have to try something new. You have to get out of your comfort zone. And when you do, it's going to be like magic. So you want to just embrace it. You know, why would I want to live my life knowing that there's something else in my heart of hearts that I want to do and I'm not doing it? I didn't want to die empty. I wanted to die full. When I die, I want to say, I've done all, even when I look at my vision board, I look at the board and I said, I roamed the board. I'm like, wow, I've accomplished like 90% of what's on that board. So of course I have more to go, but that's how I'd like for you to be in order to accomplish what you believe your calling is, so to speak. And never, ever not invest in yourself. When I talk about it, always learn, you know, if you if you're not growing, I say you're dying. You look at the trees, they continue to grow. I mean, that's why we're here. We're not just here to to just there's a reason why we're here. We're here for for a purpose. Right. So those are the things, several things that I think that I know for sure that will help you overcome it with persistence and determination. You can break out of this step phase and move toward what I would call a purposeful, more fulfilling life. Now, let me share this with you. I have some resources, other resources that may help you with this as well. I have a website and my website is just go on to www.cassandracrawley.com. I have written some blogs that will also help you not only get out of your way, but maybe I think it'll kind of support you in moving forward and get out of the stuck phase. For example, I have a blog titled, which is on my website, Association Brings About Assimilation. You want to be careful who you're connecting with, who's in your circle of influence, because some of them could be dream killers. You know, so you, I talk about that, how important that is. See who you're associating with to determine who's the heavier dominant influencer because you want people to have your best interest at heart. Also, I have a blog that I wrote about dying to self. And uh, I struggled with that 
concept, particularly when I gave my life over to Jesus Christ. I am a woman of faith and I have a relationship with God. And that's what I mean. And I recognize that my experiences kind of dictated also my thought process of things that I had gone through. And our personal experiences are very, very powerful. But because of them, I'll give you another example. When I started working and I was offered a position and the human resources manager was so happy that I accepted it because he told me, thank goodness, because I met my quota. And so that's what I needed to do. So congratulations. I thought about that thing. I was naive when he said it. However, that was a personal experience for me. And because of that, I felt that I had to work harder, smarter. It was like I had to prove myself, you know? So that particular thing really impacted me in a way that I had to prove myself. So that's why... You know, I talk about, you know, those personal experiences, even though I did not, I was still naive, but I knew he said it in a way that he thought, because this is what he had to do. I felt in a a little bit like he thought that I really wasn't capable of doing the job, but maybe I am. But more importantly, he met his quota. So when I heard that and experienced that, that's when I got into, I'm approved. I'm approved. This, I was in approved mode, so to speak. Anyway, that's so, so dying to self, I admit, you know, once I was had clarity on what he meant as I was working for that organization for a while, I wanted to confront him. And I'm not sure what good that had done because I wasn't really established, so to speak, and had those relationships. So I was just careful what I said and what I didn't say because I figured, too, that might have been a stereotypical thing that they would have expected me to do. That's it for today. I'd like for you to tune in to my podcast that will be airing again next Wednesday, same time, one o'clock. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so appreciative. And just think about this. What is burning that you wanted to do, you need to do? It's no doubt in your mind this is something that you should be doing. Think about it and take action on it. And remember those steps to overcome. Let's change our thinking. Okay. Let's check with our support system. Let's do these things so that we can get out of our way and get the support that's needed. And I guarantee you will feel differently and you will start living what I would call a purposeful, fulfilling life. If I can do it, you can do it. Thank you and bye for now. 